0: I don't want to scare anyone. But I'm going to give it to you straight about Jason. His body was never recovered from the lake after he drowned. And if you listen to the old-timers in town, they'll tell you he's still out there. Some sort of demented creature. Surviving in the wilderness, full grown by now. Legend has it that Jason saw his mother beheaded that night. And then he took his revenge a revenge that he'll continue to seek if anyone ever enters his wilderness again. And by now, I guess you all know we're the first to return here. Five years. Five long years he's been dormant. And he's hungry. Jason's out there. Watching those on the prowls of the troops ready to kill to devour. Back to First Friday, the a podcast where
1: we go through each and every movie in the Friday the 13th franchise and we're nearing the end of the franchise we're now at uh, in the ninth film sorry of the franchise and uh also we're at the worst movie in the franchise in my opinion uh Jason Goes to Hell the final Friday uh it, it it's a movie that there was a lot of skepticism when it came out because The Friday the 13th rights had been transferred from Paramount, who had done the first eight films, to New Line Cinema, uh, Mm -hmm. which is the house that uh, Freddy Krueger built. Uh, Nightmare Mm -hmm. on Elm Street was one of their early successes. And uh, so they they quickly were working towards Freddy versus Jason, which had actually uh, the efforts had started well past. Uh, or well earlier back around the time that uh, the new blood Friday the 13th part 7 had come out so they were working towards slowly setting that up uh, and there's a you know, we finally did get Freddy versus Jason in the early 2000s but they definitely uh, padded out the time it took them to make it with a bunch of just low quality uh, complete utter trash in my opinion um <laughs> You know i'm an apologist for this franchise and i even i have to admit that the next two movies are are by far the worst in the franchise um
0: two of just in general the worst movies i've ever seen yeah no that's, that's yeah that's,
1: that's about right um <laughs> and it's unfortunate too because you know when people i think point to the franchise and go "Oh, these movies are terrible they'll point to these movies when they will go over like a part 2 or part 4 or part 6 which is arguably a better film. Uh so in, in some I in some ways I can see why people think this franchise can be a bad one, but there's a lot of good movies out there. So don't just judge it on these two movies. And also likewise there are people who are fans of these movies. So I'm pretty sure there will be people who will disagree with us and say that they're the best <laughs> movies in the franchise. Um I I I get I don't agree, but there's people out there who do think that yeah. Um. so yeah Jason goes to hell the final Friday not even technically a Friday the 13th film because it doesn't even have the name it's just
0: mm. it,
1: it's such a weird way of them naming this movie but also getting around the fact that they can't use the words Friday the
0: 13th <laughs>
1: um, Jason
0: goes to hell and they couldn't do that because they sold the rights is it?
1: yeah so Paramount when they when the rights were sold to Miramax for some reason Paramount kept the name friday the 13th and even now strange. to this day any movie that gets made unless it's made by paramount it'll have to, to be called something else aside from friday the 13th so
0: um, that's a strange deal that was made um <laughs> yeah. you'd think they would push to get the name but i guess not
1: i guess they probably figured like the look of jason was probably more iconic than the name friday yeah friday, but I would say it's actually probably arguably the other way around. I mean, when you hear Friday the 13th now, it, the first image that comes to your mind is the hockey mask. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but yeah, this movie's not good. So, this no. this episode may be a chore to either A, make and B, listen to, but we're going to try to make it a genie. Um, <laughs> set three years after the events of Jason Takes Manhattan. So, for some weird reason, he was a child at the end of jason takes manhattan and in three years he was back to regular size and if anything looking grosser than he was before because his like skin has grown around the mask and other stuff yeah Yeah, disgusting Um, and this is probably the only point in the movie where you get a traditional friday the 13th kind of moment where you know this woman's going up to the lake and jason goes to attack her Only the twist is, is that it's a trap by the FBI, and why the FBI would be setting a trap for Jason, I have no idea. (laughs) Um, But, uh, they quickly dispose of him, and in very spectacular fashion, he's blown up, like, pretty much, like, it's just just really destructive. Uh, And his remains are brought to a morgue, where a coroner examining the body, takes the heart of Jason, eats it, and and I guess gets possessed by Jason. I guess that's sort of the implication.
0: What was that?
1: That was very-
0: What was that? Where did that come from?
1: You know, the thing is, I've tried to rationalize the choices in this movie and I've watched the movie with movie commentary from the creators to sort of get an idea of what they were thinking. And yeah. anytime I watch it, you can tell they have no idea what they're doing. Like, no. just say, <laughs> oh, this is a really cool image of the lights coming out of Jason. But they, oh. but they don't know what it means. You can tell they were kind of going for things that looked cool or seemed cool, but there's no actually rational reason for it to exist in the movie. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah. And pretty much there's a bounty hunter named Creighton Duke who mm-hmm. I guess is like a bounty hunter of serial killers. And he, he says that only a member of Jason's bloodline can truly kill him. And I'm like, where, where does that come from? Mm-hmm.
0: How does he, how does he just know that?
1: Yeah. That seems like a random bit of information. This movie yeah. really red cons a lot into the movie. Like also that Jason had a sister this entire time.
0: I I have spent though the last nine movies waiting for a relative to come along so I'm glad one finally did even though it was completely out of nowhere I was ready for it.
1: I guess that makes sense that there would be family right? It, it, it...
0: doesn't make sense at all but I just knew <laughs> at some point they'd bring in a sister.
1: Yeah. the sister. I feel I... like
0: they didn't even maybe focus on her enough almost.
1: Yeah or I think what would have been interesting if you were to make this movie and actually make it well is to sort of show that She's been there the entire time like maybe get Some
0: flashbacks exactly. you know, mm-hmm. like, That's uh, what I was expecting Yeah
1: yeah. instead it's just like oh she's Been hanging out at this diner I guess <laughs> Um so oh. Um yeah And uh Jason Uh goes to Attack his sister Um and Uh she's killed by him and he Escapes uh there's this young man named Steven who actually originally was supposed to be Tommy Jarvis. Um, they were going oh. him to, him. Uh okay. but okay. instead okay. they brought in John D. LeMay, which this is kind of weird casting too, because John D. LeMay was actually in the Friday, the 13th TV show. There was a short was run, a TV show. Yeah. There was a short run TV show. It doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with Jason. There's no hockey mask. He doesn't show up. Nothing instead the show is about supernatural objects embedded with curses and each episode they go through a different cursed artifact but it has nothing to do with jason but it still was called friday the 13th oh. uh, yeah wow and uh, john, john d lomay was in that and he played the main character in that which is always weird because when i watched this and i watched i'm like wait so he's the same character from the show no he's not he's a different character it's just doesn't make much sense Mm.
0: but weird uh, custom choice yeah
1: yeah you think you would just get somebody that wasn't already in one of your movies or tv shows Mm or something but um yeah uh i guess steven is dating uh diana who is jason's sister uh her daughter and so he Mm -hmm. escapes from jail um
0: Jessica. Jessica shows up with a random baby.
1: Yeah, she's got a baby, um, mm-hmm. and she's also dating a TV reporter, which doesn't make. I I kind of like get the impression that Stephen was into Jessica, but then she was dating someone. I'm I'm very confused by this movie. You'll,
0: you'll well, notice. the baby is steven's baby, so then she calls her mom and is like, "Oh, I have a new boyfriend," while holding a newborn baby, which was really confusing. So the baby, I'm pretty sure, is Steven's. But then I'm like, when does she have time to meet this new guy? But she did. Apparently, and brought, the, and brought got, him and the baby back.
1: Apparently, she's got lots of time to do yeah. sex. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh. So, eventually, Jason Um. Jason puts his heart into... um. Robert. So then he, he goes from possessing the coroner to possessing uh, the TV reporter Robert. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's basically a lot of the movie is Steven pursuing Jason as he basically goes around swapping bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, throw in a random scene of a man getting shaved by a possessed Jason. <laughs> <laughs> which was, which the director, the, the director said that it was his way of basically evening it since he finds that there's a lot of female nudity in these movies and thought, well, I'll even it out and make for more male nudity. But
0: What? That was their way of including male nudity?
1: Which I'm... I Like, that's fine. I can... You know, that's fair. But to do it in a way where... It's just this homoerotic shaving scene, like. It's no, that is not the like... same. That is not the same. No, no. The same. no. Uh, they missed the memo on that one. Oh my
0: god, I thought it was just Jason weirdly torturing someone. Yeah. And then wanting him to be clean shaven. <laughs> um, He's like, "You got to be, sh-
1: you got to be clean shaven before I kill you."
0: Yeah. Oh, there's so many choices in this. I don't understand.
1: Yeah. Um, there's a point where Jason attacks the police station and he attacks a restaurant, which I think are kind of some interesting bits of action, even if it doesn't really make sense in a Friday the 13th movie. Like, it almost seems like you're watching a different movie entirely, yeah. Uh, it doesn't quite belong. Um, yeah, it's and the, the whole third act of this, like the final, the finale of it, just sort of is just weird like there's a dagger that can kill jason and like yeah where did that
0: people. come from
1: yeah people keep yeah. trying to grab the dagger and uh. it slipping out finally somebody actually kills jason and uh steven and jessica reconcile even though she has his baby and she was dating another guy who got possessed by jason this movie's just freaking stupid this is it's just so like,
0: messy it's so messy yeah uh,
1: there was a little bit of a post-credit scene of freddy krueger's glove coming out and grabbing jason's yeah. mask uh that is probably you know what i'm gonna skip ahead here to what works and that's the only thing that works in this movie is that mm-hmm. scene at the end of freddy krueger's glove uh pulling jason's mask down i love that scene even if it it it's funny because this came out in um 1993 and mm-hmm. we didn't get freddie versus jason until nearly 10 years later so it's like a tease for a movie you're not going to even see for another decade but
0: yeah yeah i like that they're trying to set it up it obviously took a lot longer than expected but it was a good cliffhanger to leave it on i guess
1: yeah mm-hmm. for sure um I actually will say I do like the beginning aspect too. It is very similar to what you would expect from these movies. Uh, It's over a little too quickly, but it's probably the only real highlight of this movie aside from the end scene is the beginning with her being chased by Jason. Uh, And that's what worked for me. What worked for you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Not much at all. It as bad as it as it was it you know parts of it were entertaining there were moments the characters were actually more developed than some other movies as well we had we had a bit of backstories the characters had their places um and you were really rooting for some of them like steven and jessica as annoying as the last part was you were rooting for them to, to win and to stab Jason with the weird magical dagger. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that just aspect of character development compared to other movies, but still, it was just overall so terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Jason's family connections then, just because I expected that, although I, I wish there was a bit more on it. But I'm glad that we finally got like a sister and a niece, and I'm honestly that's about it. Yeah. For what worked. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, just not a good movie. No. And I understand why some people can like it because if you're if you watch a ton of these movies and you're wanting some difference, I mean this is something different. It's just different in the wrong ways.
0: It seems like a completely different movie. Like, it's not connected to this franchise at all.
1: No. Uh, Even Mm -hmm. something like Jason Takes Manhattan, like, that's different. And that's still largely a lot of what makes these movies the way they are. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. So let's see here. Um, What didn't work? Uh, A lot. Pretty much everything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) the entire thing. I mean, a, a main one for me is them just throwing in all this kind of information that we didn't know before. This Jew character just coming in and just, with all this information, the weird magical dagger, the fact that Jason has to be killed by a family member, the fact that Jason isn't allowed to go into a family member's body because then he'll be at his most powerful the weird black slug thing going from person to person—it's—it was just so far removed from anything else, and it, it was just very random. I think overall, all that all that just weird information that's suddenly coming up after nine movies—the fact that Jason is barely even in it as himself, but just kind of moves from person to person, like him as a physical character is barely kind of even in it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, there's obviously a lot more. The special effects. Yeah. Awful. They're, they're not good in this. No. The red kinda oh. yeah, kind of lightning bolts.
1: Yeah, this movie is definitely a chore to get through. Um, yeah. I think a lot of it is that like these are all ideas that would be relatively decent, but they're not suited for a Friday the 13th movie. Like, no. I don't mind body-swapping horror that can work in in a movie it just doesn't work in a friday the 13th movie no uh similarly you know uh, all those cool scenes of him attacking at the police station then attacking the, the restaurant like that's cool that's almost like a 90s action movie and instead it's mm-hmm. in a friday the 13th movie it, just, a lot of these are not in and of themselves bad elements or bad ideas they're just ones that don't make sense for a friday the 13th movie mm-hmm. and I think probably as they were making it, they were thinking, oh, let's add this in, let's change things up, let's make things different and exciting. But what it really ends up doing is just making you as the viewer frustrated because you're watching things that aren't contributing to a whole product. It's just these individual things that just sort of are jarring and don't make any sense together and it just doesn't Mm -hmm. make for a whole cohesive package. Uh, that's why for a lot of people this is a very confusing movie this is a hard movie to track this is a movie that even gets for me even uh very hard to follow at the best of times like it just,
0: I, I... it's confusing from the onset i mean the fact that in part eight we left and jason was a child again yeah and and now like even that jump is confusing from the very beginning so yeah, yeah.
1: um yeah There's. there's very little, if anything that works in this movie is the takeaway mm-hmm. here. Uh, but do you have a favorite kill at least?
0: I The most probably disgusting kill or thing that I'd seen was when Jason passes into Robert's body, I think, and then the guy starts melting. And then he like sticks to the wall, and his whole face just melts. Yeah. It's not really a proper kill, but it was just uh, disturbing. Probably my favorite actual Jason kill was maybe the when he was in the diner, and this one of the girls stabbed this kind of big rod into him, and she said go to hell, and then he kind of like pulls her forward and stabs him with the same rod, which was cool because as Jason goes to hell, she's telling him to go to hell. That was probably my favorite Jason kill. Nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, what about my, favorite, you? my favorite was probably the one in the tent when the two people are having sex and then
0: yeah. Jason
1: just stabs the woman in the midsection and just kind of splits her kind of in half. <laughs> I like that. And again, that's, yeah. That's probably the most traditional of the Friday the 13th kills in this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now that, that, one, that one is always pretty good. Uh, which is awkward too, because the two actors that were doing that scene had actually dated, but before uh, the scene had broken up, so they had to film that scene together. But they were
0: oh god not
1: together anymore. That would be really awkward. I would
0: imagine that would be really awkward.
1: Um, do you have a favorite character in this?
0: Um, not really. No. Uh, like the, I guess the two kind of main ones that you're rooting for are obviously Stephen and Jessica, but they're both very annoying. I like in certain parts how Jessica is almost she's, she's quite feisty when Steven is it Steve or Stephen? I think it's Stephen when he kind of drags her into the car and she's screaming and she pushes him out and takes off without him. She's not as kind of gullible and naive as the previous final girls. I'm... Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe Jessica. It's very hard to choose a favorite character, though. Yeah.
1: I yeah. There's not many of them that I like. Probably the only one is Creighton Duke. Yeah. Because I, kind of, I, I thought he was interesting at the very least. Like, he sort of had a little bit of, of motivations, and he was kind of a badass. And there was the point where he breaks uh, the one guy's fingers. And I'm like, okay, like there's, yeah. there's something here. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's... I mean, it's kind of tough to choose a favorite character in this because there's just not that many.
0: Yeah. Um, so.
1: Um, Alright. Time to give this a rating out of 10 machetes. What would you give this?
0: Um... God. I'm going to give this a 1 out of 10 <laughs> machetes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not the. Not that good. Uh, uh, no. Yeah, no. I I'm I'm in the same boat, a one out of ten. I just, yeah. I, I will never like this movie. I've <laughs> I've given this movie so many chances and it's just never good. No. Uh, okay.
0: Um, one out of ten.
1: So yeah, you you, you can easily skip this one and you rewatch the franchise and you're not gonna lose much of anything. No. Um so yeah. Uh check out threeingreeners.com for more threeingreeners content and uh yeah next up we're going to talk about
0: jason x until next time everyone bye for now